You are listening to The Dr. Kinney Show, and I'm your host, Erin Kinney, a naturopathic doctor and speaker who's passionate about teaching you how to understand what is happening in your body, why your body is reacting the way it is, and how to make the appropriate changes in your life to get your body back into balance. Something I've learned from my private practice is that the more patients know about their health, the more likely they are to make better diet and lifestyle choices, which ultimately leads them to a faster recovery. Each week, you are going to learn actionable tips, tricks, and teachings from myself, along with the help of top experts in the holistic health community, so that you can make better informed decisions about your body and your healthcare. Let's get started. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Dr. Kinney Show. I'm very, very excited for this episode. We have Susie Salinas with Systems by Susie, who is an organizer to the max, has an amazing business that helps busy moms get their life organized. Susie, thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to chat about how keeping your space organized helps reduce anxiety and feelings of overwhelm because I think this is a really big topic. So I'm excited to have you here to chat. Thank you. And can you tell us how you got into this? How did you get into this business? Well, thank you for having me. I am a big fan of yours and I am so happy to talk about this topic because I am passionate about it. I kind of stumbled into it, honestly. I was always very organized growing up, and I chose career paths that really involved attention to detail and organization. I was an event planner and a teacher and wedding coordinator. And then when I had my kids, I I stopped working for a little while. And then when they all started back at school, in between drop-offs and pickups, I started doing a little organization. It all started with trying to figure out a way to store their keepsake, their artwork. And so I invited some mom friends over to my house. And because I had an idea to pitch about these school memory boxes that I was thinking of selling. And instead, um, what happened was they were more interested in kind of how I had my house organized and my systems. And so they were just looking around and kept finding like our chore system and our pantry and just different spaces. And so some of them had asked me to help them organize their home. And then they told their friend and I just kind of accidentally ended up becoming a professional organizer. I don't even think I knew it was a thing um, back then in occupation, but I love it. I feel like it, it kind of combined all my skills into one. And so for me, it's like just a dream job to get to help people in this way. Yeah. And what a great way to help people. I mean, I find in a lot of the patients that I'm seeing, one of the biggest things that they're struggling with, they just feel overwhelmed by the number of things that they have to, you know, if you're a busy working mom, you know, taking care of your kid, taking care of work, taking care of husband, partner, whatever. And sometimes, you know, that means that the house organization stuff is lower on the totem pole than some other things. And they feel, and I have a lot of patients or women that I work with that they like an organized space, but they don't really have the time to make that happen. And so being in clutter, it, it yeah. stresses them out even more. And then, you know, and, and I'm always, when I'm working with patients that are dealing with stress, there are certain stressors that we can control. And there are other stressors that we can't control. Like take, you know, all of 2020. There were a lot of things about 2020 that we That's had right. no control over, right? But your space, right. you can you can have control over that. And so right. it's so amazing that businesses like yours exist because if you're not someone, I myself am not super organized. <laughs> And so I think you have to make sure you have people in your life to help you create the systems. And I want to hear more about the systems that you create for people so that you can keep your life more organized, right? 
Yeah, that's right. And I think putting systems in place that work with you, um, not against you, is really key. And we do more than just organize. I mean, by setting up some systems and getting yourself kind of a fresh start, you get on the right path. But we also talk a lot to our clients about shared family responsibilities and the division of labor and having your kids help out more and setting up your home so that your kids and your partners can help you. Because if you're the only one who knows where everything is and wants things a certain way and don't allow them to help you, then that adds to your stress level. And so if we can organize a kitchen, for example, and set dishes that are down low for kids to be able to empty the dishwasher and put things away, right? To be able to pack their school lunches for them. And, you know, just setting up kids for success in a playroom, being able to label bins with picture labels so they know where things go then you're the only you're not the only one who is going to clean up the playroom you can have the helpers in your life your partner the kids they can all help out because it's obvious to everyone where things belong and everything has a place. And so that's always kind of our, our mission is not just to make beautiful spaces that are functional, but to also encourage, you know, other people to be able to help you out so that your stress level is lowered because it's not all on you. I never think it should be, you know, we definitely need to share those household responsibilities. Yeah, I think, and now more than ever with a lot of families being home a lot more than we used to, you know, it's, if you have family members that can help out and that know how to help out, what a great way to reduce mom's overall stress. Cause everybody, yeah. my, my kids are so funny. I have two kids and they don't like it when mom gets stressed. They're always like, mom, you should go meditate. You, we're scared <laughs> mean mommy's going to come out. <laughs> you know, Isn't and that I think great though I, that they know that they I know have, some strategies. I have trained them well. Mom, stress. you should go to yoga. They'll tell me. And I'm like, oh, I must be irritable. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, I do think you're right, though, about just being able to pick the things that you can control. I mean, I think it's why oftentimes when you have to, like in college, when you used to have to write a paper, instead you start cleaning your desk, you know, like I think sometimes you need to clear your mind before you can start something and clearing your space and organizing your space can help free up your mind. And so I, I, you know, Gretchen Rubin has a phrase called outer order equals inner calm. And I think there is so much truth in that because when our environment is organized, I just feel like it, it reduces the stress and um, just the mental stress and emotional stress that you get when you open up a drawer and it's just jam packed full and you can't shut it, you know, cause there's too many things sticking out or you open up a cabinet, something falls on you. It's just those like mild irritations can build up and add stress versus you open up a space and you just have only the things you need. They're beautifully organized. Everything is wick where it needs to be, you know, there's just, I don't know, it just makes such a difference mentally. I also think it's especially true if you've lived in a messy space for a long time, you've gotten used to it. I think sometimes when things get too overwhelming uh, or too far gone in our mind, we just throw in the towel. (laughs) We're just like, you stop caring about it. You just, you know, I'll just throw one more thing. It becomes this giant heap, this pile, and it gets super overwhelming to tackle that on your own. 
And I think one of the benefits of hiring some outside help is that we don't have that mental block in that space like you do. And so I always say, like, if you can handle organizing a space yourself, do it. Like, save the hard stuff for us. Save the stuff, the rooms for us that you don't even want to walk into. Because then we can come in, clear it out, and then you get a fresh start in there, which really helps you, you know, just every time then when you open that room up again, it just feels so good because you've been so used to seeing it out of control. Yeah. And that's a good point on you guys that are listening to the show. You know that I'm always harping on find someone to help you with, you know, if you need help with your diet, work with a dietitian. If you need help with mental health, make sure you're talking to a therapist. If you're struggling with organizing your physical space, hire someone who can help you out. You know, there's no need to to be super overwhelmed with this stuff. I'm saying this. I'm like, I need to hire you next week. (laughs) One room (laughs) that I'm like, I have such a block on organizing. I'm going to give you a call. (laughs) Have you said that? I'm like, I should have you come in and do it. We'd love to help. I find that a lot of our clients are, they are crushing it at work or in other areas of their life. And so it's not like they're failing in all areas. It's just, they're directing their focus towards certain things. And so there's no weakness in asking for help in these other areas. I mean, I find that for myself, I need to stay in my own lane and what I know to do. And then for the other areas, reach out for help. And I think that sometimes it's hard to do, but then it's, I think the reaching out part is hard, but then once you do, it feels so good. You're like, why didn't I do this sooner? Yes. You know, and it's just, I think it's a wise use of your resources to outsource and it reduces your stress because there's a lot of planning and a lot of a lot that goes into what we do. And like for us, we're a full service organizer. So we're going to buy everything for you, come and install it. And it's like really limited involvement on the part of our clients, except the editing decluttering part. We need you there for that part. But, you know, we have the expertise to know what works in a space. And so even though it's an investment, I feel like it saves people money in the long run because they're not buying things they don't need. They end up not having to rebuy items in their home that they can't find because it's messy. And, you know, there's just like, and plus the mental benefits that we talked about. And so there's all sorts of benefits that help, but I do think like outsourcing um, is so smart just in all areas. I'm a big believer in that too. Oh, and I think, especially if you are, if you run a business of any kind or you're, you know, high up in the, you know, that you know what you're good at and you focus on that. And then the things that you're not super strong at, you hire other people to help you with that. And, And just back to your point on when you're seeing, you were talking about how seeing clutter can, you know, ramp up your stress. It, it does. And it will physically cause stress to you because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what and you guys are listening. You know that I talk about this a lot. It doesn't matter whether a lion's chasing you or your child is screaming or you get a nasty email from a friend or whatever, even, or looking at a cluttered drawer, your body interprets those stress signals the exact same way. So the same mm-hmm. physiological reaction. And so if you're someone who clutter stresses you out, some people might be more sensitive to clutter than others. And, but if you open up a drawer and you're looking for something and you can't find it, and it's something that you need in a cooking space, or you need it right then, that's going to trigger the stress response. And if your stress level is already high in other areas of your life, again, and you may not be able to control some of the other areas, but this is something you can control, which it's kind of like, this is like a no brainer. You should, we should control this aspect of your life. So you don't have to deal with that, with that stressor. 
Yeah. And one of the things I always talk about is just setting up your week for success, doing a weekly reset, whether that's Saturday morning or Sunday or whatever time works for you. But, you know, I think it really helps to kind of plan a few things in your week of what are you going to eat? What are you going to wear? Like do the laundry, get the school uniforms clean, syncing up your schedule so that you know what events are coming up and working out all the details of that scheduling, any kind of, you know, social event that you might need a gift for, any rides to and from kids activities, like just taking a moment on the weekend to prep for that week ahead. Because I think if you don't, it's, um, it's like playing whack-a-mole. You're just like putting out fires all week. And, and it becomes, there's a lot of stress because most of us live without a lot of margin in our life. And so when all of a sudden you realize that, you know, the sports uniform isn't clean, you know, five minutes before practice, it just, it sets off. I'm sure all of that stuff that you're talking about in your body, that stress versus if you have that stuff prepared ahead of time and you've thought through that. I feel like it just makes for a smoother week. And then when things come up, you just, that's okay because there's not so many things coming up, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not all day long. And so I think taking a little time to prepare at the beginning of the week, I feel like makes a big difference. Yeah. I think especially when it comes to like clothing and laundry, I think I hear so many women complain about, oh my gosh, the laundry and the folding and the putting it away. And that, you know, the whole lot, I'm curious if you have any systems about laundry that you find helpful. Cause I, I hear yeah. that a lot in my patient visits. They're like, I'm so stressed about laundry. I feel that in my own life too. It's like the, the one chore yeah. that the putting it away, the folding and the putting it away of it is the toughest. That's right. That's always the hardest. Well, I mean, once again, you can outsource it. I mean, I have oh. clients who I have, there are people who will do your laundry for you. You could outsource that. You know, I've outsourced it to my husband and kids. I, I take care of meal planning and the grocery shopping and overseeing all of that. But my husband, he doesn't mind doing the laundry. He usually has football on, does the laundry. We've trained our kids ever since they were little gradually. And now they're at the point, my youngest is um, 10. They all do their own laundry on the weekend, fold it and put it away. And so, you know, when they were little, we used to do like the folding boards, like, you know, at the gap, you know, that they use, you can buy off Amazon. And so they can help you fold. And it's kind of fun for them to do. Or just, we hang up, like we hang all the t-shirts just on hangers. And so that's a little bit easier for them too. So there's, there's little things like that, that can make that process easier. But really my goal is to just get all of the chores off my plate to outsource to my kids, you know, to others of just working myself out of a job one chore at a time. So I think for us, it works better to do laundry all on one day. So on Sunday, we just do all of the laundry for the whole house and it's all folded and put away by the end of the day, but that doesn't work for everyone. Some people like to do one load a day or, you know, it's different. So I think you have to figure out what works for you. But the biggest advice I'd have is to just decide who is doing the laundry, you know, like have that conversation with your partner and your kids. It's like, who is going to be responsible for laundry? I think it's a lot when it's all on one person to have to deal with the meal planning and laundry and scheduling and sports. Like it's just too much for one person. Person. That's too many jobs. And so shared household responsibilities, I think is important. And, you know, my husband and I, we kind of decided in our first year of marriage, it was like, we both didn't know how to cook. And so we had a conversation and he was like, you decide someone needs to probably handle the bills and someone needs to handle the cooking and I'll do either. You just, you decide you pick. And so I was like, I'm really not 
great with the bills and the money part. And so I was like, okay, I'll take the food and you handle this. Now I, we both know how to do, you know, there's crossover. I can handle the bills. He knows what's going on. He can make dinners and stuff, but primarily we've kind of owned those responsibilities. And there's a book called Fair Play by Eve Rodsky. And so if your listeners want to dive more into shared household responsibilities, her book is fantastic. And it even has a set of playing cards where you actually work out those household responsibilities. But I think something like that, just knowing who's going to handle it, who's going to handle the mail. That's one of the things that I talk about in my paper workshops. It's like, just the first thing is having a conversation. Who's going to get the mail? Who's going to open the mail? Who's going to handle the mail? Sometimes when you don't have that conversation, no one knows who's dealing with it. And so it piles up. So just kind of having a heart to heart, a conversation, a family meeting, something like that. So you can talk about those issues that aren't working for your family right now. So you can find a better way, come up with a better solution. Yeah, those are all, those are all great tips. Thank you for those. So what else, when people are coming to you, what are you hearing from that? Are people, why are people calling you typically? You know, generally people, like you said, appreciate organization. I think to call us, they may feel like they're unorganized, but they do value organization and know that they need it in their life. And so when they call us, a lot of times there's been a life circumstance. They've moved, they've had a baby, their kids are like going to school or going off to college or so or a new job, maybe going back to work. I mean, with COVID, it's, there's been a whole bunch of transitions, right? Now working from home and having your kids home. So sometimes a light, or maybe they've gotten sick, you know, sometimes there's a life transition that throws things out of whack and then things kind of spiral out of control for a little while and they're trying to get back on track. And so a lot of times that's why people call us, but generally their environment just is causing them stress and anxiety. Anxiety, and they're to the point where they just don't want to live that way anymore. And so, you know, at first when we get to the home, I mean, a lot of times, especially women, I feel like they can be very embarrassed or shame, like feel ashamed about the state of their house. And, you know, we just, we don't judge. We get it. I mean, most of the women on my team are moms. They're all so empathetic and kind. And so like, we know that they are, they're rock stars in other areas of their life. And so for us, we don't judge. We just want to help. Like just, you know, we love a good challenge. So it's like, let us add it. It's not, we don't have the same kind of feelings associated it, associated that they do about the situation. So once we dive in and start helping, it's like you see our client relax, like lower their shoulders, you know, breathe more. Like it starts to feel like, okay, we're going to get through this. It's going to get better. And then by the end of the session, they're just so excited. I mean, that's why I love this job and everyone on our team, like we love what we do because it's so satisfying to help people and see the relief that it brings. And we have clients tell us like, I finally like slept last night. I slept so well for the first time, you know, in months because they just felt like just a little bit of weight was taken off of them. And so, you know, if we can lighten their load, I just, I think it's a great, it's just, it feels, it feels good for us and it feels good to them. Yeah, that's great. And I, I like that you brought up the point. I think this is, I know I struggle with this. I'm constantly like, oh, I've got these couple messy rooms. I don't want people coming into my house. I think a lot of people yeah. struggle with that feeling. And maybe that might be why some people haven't 
thought to hire some because they yes. don't even want to bring someone in. There's, I'm like, that's probably why I haven't called you because I'm like so ashamed in my one room. Yeah. How can I be functioning so well in other parts? But as you said, you know, so it's just, right. I don't make that a priority, right? In my current life, I'm like, well, that room's just going to be the junk room. And, but then every time right. I go in there, it stresses me out like crazy. Yeah. So that's right. Yeah. But if you're listening yeah. and you have, you know, a room like that, or you feel like your house is out of control again, don't be ashamed. Right. Because you guys aren't, that's right. You probably, and when I do, con- you see, you've always seen worse. Right. And what's embarrassing for them is nothing to you, but I do like appreciate that it, it is hard to show your most embarrassing space. Right. It's very vulnerable to like, let a stranger into like that scary closet that you have, but you have to, I kind of use the analogy of like a hairdresser. Like if I was too embarrassed by my gray roots that I like wouldn't want the hairdresser to see my roots, like that would be crazy because they don't care. They see it every day to them. It's nothing. They just want to make you beautiful, you know, and color your hair and have you walk out of there feeling great. And so you can't let that kind of embarrassment get in the way for us. It's nothing. We see mess every day, but when we see your space, we're looking at the potential. We're seeing the vision of it all organized. We're not focused on the mess. Um, so yeah, I don't think it should ever stop people from reaching out. And, you know, there's organizers all over the country that you can Google and you can find, and you can learn a lot from their website. Do a, a, most people have a free consult so you can get an idea of the cost and the, what the experience is like, and just find someone that you feel comfortable with. Yeah. Is that the best place if someone, if someone is not local and they're listening just to Google or is there a, like a. Yeah, there's a few, you know, there's a lifeingeneral.com and that's with a J for general. She has like some partners throughout the country and we're one of her partners. She's based out of LA. So if you reached out to her, to me, I can connect you with a lot of people. There's also um, NAPO, which is the National Association um, for Professional Organizers. There's also things like Neat Method, which is um, like a franchise kind of thing. And there's so they have organizers in a ton of states and do a beautiful job. So there's certain ones like that, but you know, too, if your listeners ever needed a recommendation for an area, they can always reach out to me and I can put them in the right, send them in the right direction. Oh, that's awesome. And so where's the best place to find you? Where do you hang out? So are you on social media, website? What's the best place? Yeah. So I love to hang out on Instagram. That's probably more of my jam than any place else. I also have, and it's just at systems by Susie. I also do like my weekly reset pretty much every Sunday and kind of post and encourage people to kind of do that. Just little reminders. And then also my website, I have a blog on my website systemsbysusie.com, which has, there's a lot of resources on my blog. So that's a good starting place too, if you're interested in getting organized. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been a really fun chat and I hope for you listening, if you guys have, are struggling with this, that you do reach out and get some help with it or go follow her on social media. She has great stuff on Instagram. I love, I love seeing like the before and after pictures of the houses. It's so it's cool. It's so satisfying, yeah, isn't it? It's so I satisfying. I'm like, oh, the, one was like the laundry room. I was like, wow, that is an amazing laundry room. I know our clients have some beautiful homes and it's always so fun. It's fun for me, even when our team is out in the field working. And at the end of the day, it's like, I know how much work goes into it, but it's so satisfying just to tap it and see the, the yeah. after, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you so much for having me. This oh, has been of course. great. Of course. Thank you so much. Izzy. All right, everyone. We will see you next week. Have a good one. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you enjoyed this conversation, be sure to connect with me over on Facebook at Dr. Kinney MD and Instagram at Dr. Kinney to find more helpful tips and information. As always, you can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at drerinkinney.com backslash podcast. See you next week.